are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my other sister, Taria Faison. Hi. Hi, bro. Hey, sis. I miss you. I miss you too, bro. <laughs> um, so Kix is not going to be here today, um, but uh, Taria is going to be here in, in her spot, as she usually is when Kix is gone. Taria is the one that I'm like, Taria, I need you. And she's all, she's never said no. That, that's yeah yeah no you never have i don't think nope. you saved me from a live one time that was like the be- the biggest favor you've ever done for me and the irony that. of that live was that monique samuels ended up like coming into it that was wild. when i was in there right i know <laughs> but she, she doesn't know who you are does she but i know who she is and that's well, why i was like i oh. know well especially because you and steve had like your fight yes. about her <laughs> And then she sent me kisses. I said, did she melt my heart? Maybe a tiny bit, but you know. I do. Shout out to her though, because I am feeling really sad about T'Challa. Me too. I do want to know the circumstances. I have my theories, but. (laughs) Someone on Chris Murphy, who was on the podcast and on that live with that same live, was on Bitch Sesh this past week. He was good. Yeah, really good episode. And I just want to say I had him first, okay? I know all y'all are trying to get Chris. I I reached out to Chris first, Danielle and Casey, by the way. I'm (laughs) mad because you told me then you should get him. And I'm like, I am. I I am going to reach out. And then I waited. Yeah. Um, No, but I can't remember if it was him or Danielle, but someone was like, was it fireworks? Yeah. (laughs) And I can't stop thinking about that. I left. Not so to like recap a recap podcast, but like I've had right. that on my mind. I'm like, oh my God. I know. But then I've been hearing that it may have flown into no. a ceiling fan. And I'm like, no. are people? Yes. So someone said they heard that from somewhere. And I'm like, did you hear it from the IG world or did you hear it from somebody who may have known something? Because you know how they, the IG world is like, blind item i saw monique samuels uh under the hollywood sign yesterday with t'challa don't tell anyone. i'm like these things are false right it's like what founded proof do you have r.i.p t'challa r.i.p t'challa um well speaking of potomac we did have the premiere of potomac this week which we're super excited to get into uh with uh shakis neal uh he is the Half of the podcast, uh, the cast, which I'll plug more when we get him in here, um, but it was an electric premiere. I'm very excited. And supposedly next week is also another hour and a half episode as well. My body just lit up. So I have so many thoughts and feelings and yeah, like there were so many actual truths Mm -hmm. told that were disguised as hot boxes but they were real truths or fiery boxes if you will fire that's right fiery boxes yes. that that were allegedly was written in divorce paperwork that people could look up <laughs> really okay well, well we need a way to get into that yes. um <laughs> yes. so uh, before we jump into that we just want to give a huge shout out to all of our listeners uh and our the and um what else is going on listeners i know we have a lot of crossover here oh, a great way to support um, both Taria's pod as well as Dumpster Dive here is by rating, uh, subscribing, all that stuff on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we set a goal. We're trying to get to 200 reviews by in 30 days. We're going to see if we can do it. And if not, you know, whatever. But I'm trying to set a goal for those that listen to, you know, really show up. 
that's the least you could do. I feel it's like, free. yes, listens are good, but it takes literally less than two minutes. Even if you just put a heart, Tom right. and kicks heart. Yeah. Tom kicks and Taria. It just helps the algorithm and, and yes. it, it helps us make money. Okay, yes. if if you don't understand why we're saying this, it's because we want we want to monetize because podcasts are hard work. Okay, yeah, and are. we want to give a shout out to a listener for writing a review. Okay. So today's review comes from uh, Naomi Burton. Um, hi, Naomi. Um, Naomi, yeah. the title of first of all, once again, five stars only. That's that's the reviews we read, <laughs> and you can say something mean, just rate it five stars, as some people have. In the past. Um, Subject of the review is so happy I discovered this podcast. Uh, So enjoyable and love the banter between the host. It's my go-to podcast for deep dives. Thank you, Naomi. Thank you. Thank you, Naomi. I love that. I love that. You're in a sexy mood today, too. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, happy to be here. Fiery boxes. Whenever I'm a tenor, that's when I feel it. A tenor? You're sound like a bass right now. <laughs> well, you know, you're I'm like Barry White over that here. Bass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm start. What are you drinking? It's just seltzer. I just put it. Sometimes I've been liking to put my little like seltzer like mixes in a solo cup because it makes me feel like I'm like doing something fun, which I'm not. I love. Are you drinking? I love these. No, this is cranberry juice, but I love these clear ones. It just feels. It makes you feel like you're at an event. Yes. Right. Yes. So that's. <laughs> yeah. So I, my event is bottle. this. Yeah. Um, well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will get into uh, Potomac here in one second. Um, talk to you guys soon. Okay, and we are back uh, with a super exciting guest today. Uh, he is one half of the podcast, The Cast. Uh, he's a comedian, uh, Jacques Neal. You can follow him at Jacques Neal on Instagram. Uh, and The Cast, if you don't know, is a podcast comes out on Tuesdays. Break down iconic moments of reality television. They cover everything from Love Island, Love and Hip Hop, uh, things like that. And they just kind of pick apart a scene uh, and talk about why that scene is so iconic. And um, they're putting together their dream cast of reality stars. Some of the likes are like Kate Gosselin, Johnny Bananas, um, maybe a Potomac woman here and there. Um, and Jaquis is here. And Jaquis, welcome. Hi. What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me, y'all. Appreciate it. All these, all the moments, all the reality TV show moments, I feel... I feel like uh, people feel like I'm overqualified. I'm qualified in a way that I'm actually not to talk about reality TV, but I appreciate it. <laughs> we have to ask you the question we ask all of our guests, and that is uh, what reality television made you a dumpster diva? I think I pretty much know the answer to this, but uh, take it away. Well, no, I mean, actually, it would be the real world, probably. Um, the real world is what, what introduced me into like watching reality television. I, I'm I'm almost positive that I watched I will watch like briefly or tangentially uh like the the season before Real World Chicago. Cause I knew what the real world was. Um but I can't really remember much from pre Chicago. Chicago was two thousand, two thousand one, that era. So I was like a freshman in high school at that point. 
So that got me that got me into the real world. Um is is Real World Chicago and then watching it from there and then I went over and watched Road Rules as well cuz that was fun. Um and because I started to realize some of those people from those shows that I was watching were going to be on this new show that yeah. was mixing them both together. I was like, "Oh, let me go ahead and get into that." So I will say that whole family is what got me into uh reality t- turned me into a dumpster diva. Uh but you, you identify as that now a diva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what got me into it um from from the from the late 90s early 2000s. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's here's the thing. Like, we ask a lot of people this question, and like, it's fun. the question becomes monotonous at some point because everyone's like the real world. And it's like, well, yeah, I, I guess know. that makes sense because it's like the beginning, the beginning of it right. all. I like. I'm so. I want to watch like real. So we we watched the uh, New York reboot that they did on Paramount Plus, which I really really mm-hmm. liked a lot. And I heard they might be doing that with some other seasons as well. Um, yeah, I also really liked the All Stars Challenge. Um, uh, I heard it was good. I, that's the only one I, ha- I haven't watched. Really? Yet, oh I, my god, it's I so refuse good. Refuse to play for Paramount Plus. Sure, yet. I'm well, going to. I'm going to. Yeah, but I have to pay for all these damn subscriptions. I'm, right. Like I'm, I'm holding steadfast for probably another couple weeks. A homie of mine is on iCarly, and like I gotta watch her. So like, yeah. you okay. know. I'll watch it. But yeah, I know it's I've like I've been holding out. I the other day I I did a like subscription purge and I was like, okay, which ones do I yeah. really need? And Paramount yeah. Plus is one I'm because I, I'm I'm gay and I watch Drag Race, uh, so like I gotta like watch Drag Race there, uh, and then the challenge like that's one of the ones that I like decided I was like I, I gotta keep this. I'll keep it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. I I mean from what I hear is actually giving out some really good content so i guess it'll hook me in but yeah you know honestly the real world i know it is monotonous because it was like so many people it's the i didn't mean to say your answer is monotonous i just mean oh, no, like, no 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 yeah I, you're i i know that's not what you meant but like but you're correct because like for a lot of people who are probably over 30 the real world is like <laughs> their entry into into reality television. Well, I am thirty. I am on thirty. I, well, I'm over there. You go. <laughs> I could have babysat you both. How about okay. That? Well, shit. All right. Well, yeah, you know, why don't well, we play that game? <laughs> <laughs> I could have been Miss Parker. Hey, Miss Parker. Hey, Miss Parker. <laughs> Real World Las Vegas is what did it for a lot of people, though. Yeah, because uh, that's where I hear all the drama is. Okay. Yeah, because because before baby? that. It was still like a social experiment. Right. And that was like when the Real Housewives shift happened. Like the like Mm -hmm. Bad Girls Club shift happened. Where like we were leaving (laughs) we're leaving the documentary genre and we're entering into a new genre of of trash. Of trash TV. Trash TV. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. Um well so I wanna talk a little bit about first of all. Well, we're going to talk Potomac, but before we talk Potomac, I was listening to y'all's episode once again of uh, you guys recapping the mime scene yes. from season four of <laughs> Potomac. One of my favorite moments on Bravo, and I know you're not like a huge like Bravo head, but like, like, don't, don't you think that that mime scene is like high comedy? Like, like SNL wishes they could write something like of such yeah. ridiculousness. It is. It is the type of scene 
that makes you wonder was real or not. Like, (laughs) is this, is this staged or is it not? You know, like, it's that type of scene. Right. And, 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 you know, the, the cynic in me would be like, yeah, it's staged, but the audience person wanted to be entertained, naive uh, version of me. It's like, nah, that shit happened. Like, and that's the side that I want to subscribe to because that's how wild of a moment it was. Fights happen all the time on reality TV. I think I even said this on on the show. Like, the fight was whatever. Right. Uh, and the fights you're not gonna nothing. have too many fights where I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this before. Like, right. fights right. happen all the time in any most shape, form, fashions. But you ain't never seen a mime come in and interrupt <laughs> an <laughs> argument. Literally never. <laughs> between two aunties, man. You ain't never seen that. You've never seen it. What's wild is that y'all are talking about this scene and y'all talked about it on your podcast. And I kid you not, I have the text messages to prove it. Monday or Tuesday, I sent my husband because he watches with me and I was telling him about, no, it was uh, Sunday. We went to breakfast and I was telling him about the scene and I was saying how quick the women are on Potomac. So Karen calls Giselle a clown and she says, there's the clown. That was my favorite part of the whole argument. So I literally sent him the entire scene on Monday when he was at work oh my and God. I was just watching it over and over because it was so good. It was yeah. Good. It, what I, one of my favorite parts of it is when, <laughs> when Karen turns out, she goes, who are you? Like, yeah. she's like, <laughs> like what, what answer are you looking for from that like question? Karen. She's like, who are you? Like, like <laughs> I love Karen so much. Karen is, I love her so much. Karen is unlike anyone else. And to think that there was a day pre Real Housewives of Potomac, that this woman was just like Adam Marshall's and like no one had yes. a camera on her. Like she yes. is, she is television gold. She is yes. the best. She's so funny because she doesn't totally get where she's funny, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she lies about dumb things. She and the show in large. Here's, I mean, the reason I really enjoy. Um, cause like you said, I, I, I hadn't been with the Real Housewives franchise from the beginning, any of the se- any of the like cities they're in, uh, but I've watched clips, I've watched episodes, yeah. you know, and things like that. And the reason I really enjoy Potomac more than all the other ones, and there's some really great moments in the other ones, historic, iconic, is because for me, being a black dude, uh, all these women feel like church aunties and cousins yeah (laughs) um they feel like your church aunties and they feel like your cousins so like watching their arguments and watch like a course of mine a mine wouldn't come to the white chicks in beverly hills they're gonna come to the black chicks in potomac (laughs) like that shit of course it happens because that's the type of shit that happens to your church aunties like like, you know it is so and like it's so refreshing to watch because it truly feels like i'm at home uh i'm in a poor home, but I'm at home watching <laughs> <laughs> these rich ass black women uh, fucking just live life. It's, I love it so much. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it That's really. It, like yeah. It's like in Bravo, I feel like is like right now, Bravo is kind of in a, in a state of implosion a bit right now. Like yeah. there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of like conversations happening that a lot of white people in the middle of America have not had to have while watching Bravo. And, um, it's, it's, it's causing just like a new, like 
I don't know. Like people are getting so hostile about the conversations that are happening on like Rojas of New York and other conversations that have happened on Dallas or mm-hmm. some conversations that are happening on Beverly Hills regarding race. And it's like, it it's so refreshing to have these women back on our screens on Sunday because they bring such a lightness and such yeah. a, they bring such joy even through their like <laughs> shade and through their reading. It's just, I, I'm so yeah. happy to have them back. I, 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 I got to agree with that because another thing that I love about the show is like, let's take Real Housewives of New York, for mm-hmm. instance. Um, all those women living the lives that they live to me, I don't know to anybody else, yeah. but to me feels not necessarily unattainable, but it feels like a different world, right? right? Which which is what, that's kind of the appeal to that show as well. And like a lot of these type of shows, it feels like a different world. We get to appear into these rich white women's lives, right? Um, and see the mess and the drama and things like that. And we love that. I yeah. subscribe to that. Uh, growing up black, like the shit, like for instance, I know we're gonna talk about the first episode. Yeah, this like nude uh, party that they had. <laughs> nude and nude, yeah. That's some shit my poor ass cousins would have did. <laughs> like you know, it's so extra. Yeah, because it's, like, it's just extra. Yes, yes, it's extra, it's extra. Yes. and like and so like so like yes, they have an element of money and stuff like that. But some of the stuff they do, like I'm going to my cousin's fiftieth birthday in Tampa, and uh-huh. there's gonna be a big ass blowout. It's and it's yeah. themed. My poor ass cousins got married in a Ronald Reagan building in Washington D.C. <laughs> These niggas from Chicago, they grew up in Florida, they live in New York, but got married in D.C. For what? <laughs> For what? Because they <laughs> because they extra. Like yeah. so, and so, like there's an element to Potomac <laughs> where, like, I can watch this, and like it doesn't feel like this a different world, even though it is because they're very rich and wealthy. But it doesn't feel like it. But it doesn't feel like because the extraness that they have feels so authentic because mm. it black people be extra sometimes, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it's it. like the same mentality. I think whereas like the like look at Ramona um, from New York who grew up poor she grew up with an abusive father she grew up Mm -hmm. but she didn't take any of that mentality now she's this new socialite who just is so offended by so much whereas you have an Atlanta or a Potomac who who take their same mentality from when they were in the hood to the White House you know what I mean like like they take so they bring the same flavor which is refreshing to see on TV yeah it is no I love it well let's jump into this first episode um, so it. the premiere happened, it was a full hour 15, which I, I love a full hour 15 yes. moment. Right. Um, and I, you know, I wonder like, so I wonder like how much time has lapsed from the filming of the reunion. Cause you can tell they're all still a bit shaken by last season's reunion mm-hmm. where if for those that, um, like this is their first season of Potomac, La- uh, the reunion ended pretty heavy on both the Monique and Candace altercation Karen and Giselle are the worst they've ever been. So you can tell they're all like a bit like shaken. Um, And we get this like conversation between Giselle and Candace, which Candace is moving to this new house, which I want to get into the house in one second where Giselle is owning up now to like her relationship really actually not being great. So with Jamal. So for I, I, Jackies, I don't know if you know, but Jam, do you do you know who her uh, husband yeah. is? Jamal. Jamal Bryant, pastor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I yeah. know, I know. There. 
and um, how they broke up their because, story yes. and everything. Yeah, yeah. She got back with I him, mean, and did which, you know about him before the show? Had you heard about him? I had not. If I had, it was in passing. Okay. Um, you know, yeah. but not enough. I mean, you know, if you ain't T.D. Jakes, brother, I don't know who you are. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, not enough to, like, remember, okay. like, him, like, as a as a household name or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Giselle's finally, like, being like, this is awful. And it's, like, it's pretty yeah. frustrating because last season she spent the whole season deflecting that, like, she, was, she would bring up drama that either was made up or just, mm-hmm. like, minuscule to deflect on these other women about what's happening in her own home, which is that he is fucking other women uh, <laughs> and having babies with women when they're together. Okay. Like there's not good things happening there. Um, yeah. It's just frustrating to see her talk so openly about it when we came off a season where she was tight lipped about the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, first of all, I, it's, Sad. <laughs> like, it's so sad. That goes without saying. You're right. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it's a lot of this is sad. sad. Um, but yeah, to I, I feel like you know she started this season and and she got thoroughly embarrassed. I feel like yeah. <laughs> at the reunion uh, for last season, where you you know when you make a calculated decision you know, in yeah. your life. And yes. this feels like a calculated decision. Like I need to, you know, not revamp, but I need to reassess and like, yeah. you know, get, get shit back on track. And the first way to do this is ease it and be like, well, yeah, I guess things are kind of bad. Right. Yeah. 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 I she, mean, I think she's still shaken her. by that binder that when Monique, I'll yeah. never forget the face when Monique pulled out that binder and <laughs> brought up the Jamal receipt and Giselle yeah. was sitting there just like, just like, sitting there. Chin yeah. tucked into her breasts. Like, yes. I have nothing to say. But I'm not convinced <laughs> that she broke it off because he could have lost his job for all of that stuff because he's a pastor. They have a board. And like I, I think I told you before, Tom, they didn't even originally want him for the job because of his past indiscretions and he wasn't married. So they didn't want to go through another scandal. Yeah. So yeah. now here you are. Your name is being brought up on TV. So part of me, either they really weren't together in the first place, or I think he broke it off. And she lied when she said he saw 8,000 people. Ma'am, churches, that one was not open. He was doing Mm -hmm. his services via Zoom. Yeah, right. So her kids weren't in school. She was on the chat room doing it from home. She could have flew there. Yeah. Two and a half hour flight from Maryland. He could have flew here. Yeah. So it was like, all I, I, I wanted Candace to kind of push back and be like, well, wait. Yeah, well, Candace needs an ally right now. So yeah, she so. has no, she has zero friends on this cast. And Giselle's like the closest thing she had. I guess, I guess that's not true. She is friends with Wendy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her and Wendy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it was just to see her sit there and act as if it was a new revelation. Right, that he's an asshole. Know? It's like the world has been telling you that. Yeah, no. I want somebody eight states, what well, eight minutes away, and not eight states. But last year, when Karen <laughs> was calling you out, you were saying he's eight states away. That's why he's not here. Right. Yeah. You were. You were. You were holding that like it was a badge of honor. Right. Yes. Uh, and it's so. Listen. Listen. It's so wild to me. There are certain professions that you just shouldn't do. Thank. If you can't uphold, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> now, is it shitty? Absolutely. Is it shitty that a past Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm agreeing with you. 
Yeah, I, like is is it shitty that a pastor, you know, if he ain't married, can't be out there clapping cheeks like he wanted, like they want to? Sure, <laughs> right, right. sure, you know. But you know, you gotta understand. Some people gonna hold you to a different standard, and if you can't uphold that standard, then don't be a fucking pastor, man. Like it's okay. Yeah. You can still be religious. You can still you can still preach the word of God. But, but just don't hold the title, right? But don't hold the title of shepherd over a church. Yes. <laughs> like, I, you know. Don't you? I feel like I have a relationship with God, and there's certain things that I have to make myself not do because I'm trying to live. To so imagine being a pat like so you out here doing things that I wouldn't even do, and you yeah. are over thousands of people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but don't you, you out think- here doing things I would do, and you open not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. It's like. All right, if we're gonna like go here, like the big a big issue with like organized religion is that we are elevating like people into almost superhero status, right? Yeah. And like yeah. especially when I know he is a pastor of like a mega church in Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? Like it's a very large, yeah. large congregation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I grew up in Texas, and every mega church in Texas is riddled with similar yes. shit because oh, like yeah. they're giving you're giving like. You're putting these people on like superhero pedestals where m- men, women will like do anything to be with or yes. around them or f- both platonically and sexually. And like, I think that yeah. it's just like a power thing and it, it's, it's so unattractive to me. Yeah. And you're putting people in, you put infallible people in infallible yes. roles and positions yeah. um, and, and positions that shouldn't be infallible, but right. We, yeah subscribe to them as it so yeah you know it's, yeah. it's weird yeah and they shouldn't be putting them on a pedestal to me it's like just like with your doctor i kind of want my doctor to be at a certain standard i don't want you coming and smelling like alcohol and you get ready to work on me you know what i mean like different <laughs> professions so i don't like stop looking at these now it's becoming in this culture that we're in that pastors are looked at like uh rock stars almost yeah, almost. yeah. he he has when he got kanye coming through on a sunday directing his choir in Atlanta, you see what I'm saying? Does he, he really? CI. Yeah, Kanye, and then he gave Kanye gave a big donation, and then he said he he didn't realize that Kanye voted for Trump, so he gave the money to an HBCU down there. But so when when you have but when you have people like that, when you have Nene Leakes coming through, when when he was at the church in Baltimore, he had Nene Leakes come and lead a men's panel. Now don't get me wrong, but. I guess that's a draw. Say, to get one, say that one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Leaks yeah. That don't sound right. That don't yeah, sound right. Lead a discussion no. like about men and marriage. Phaedra Parks oh, yeah. came through signing her book, The Southern Bell. Yeah, so it's... when you have, sometimes they get caught up in that. When you're going to a football game with Diddy, you're getting caught up. You are now no longer thinking about your flock. You're right. kind of living that superstar life. Yeah. You know? it... And I think that's the problem too. Yeah, I agree. Well, I don't want to spend all the time talking about Jamal because he's he's trash. So I'm gonna... right, he's right behind you. Look, he just appeared. Yeah, he just walked past that uh, that hallway. Um, oh. Wait, so before we leave uh, this Candace scene, all I do want to talk about, though, with Candace is the iconic bedroom that has been set up for Candace's mother with yeah. the cutout next to the bed. So Candace's mom sleeps Next yeah. to herself, as we've come to learn, a pic, a photo, mm-hmm. a, a life size cutout of herself. Yeah, you know, and I respect it. I respect it <laughs> uh, because you know, if ain't nobody else gonna love you, you love yourself. You gotta love <laughs> you. And she... What do you think of her mom, though? Because to me, 
I was having a, no, what do you think first? I'm gonna just like as a whole, the way her and Candace's relationship is, some of the things she says, what do you think about her mom? I mean, you asking me? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. You, yeah. You go ahead, Jackie's. I don't have enough information on okay. their relationship to, okay. yeah. Uh, know much about their relationship. As essentially, a whole. she yeah. has okay. she has like, like, so the the big deal of them getting this house was that, um, she's put she's bought every house for her that she's been living in. Yeah. This is the first yeah. time like being away from that. Um, and she also uh hits her with purses. Um. <laughs> Uh, see, I knew the house. I knew, I knew she was basically like a sugar mama, but I didn't know about the the the, the and, hidden and shit. And she to add purse. on to all this, she's also a therapist. She's a therapist. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Because <laughs> I, I was telling somebody, I was talking to somebody, and Dorothy really shocked them with the way she treated Candace, right? And I was like, Dorothy, that's her name. Yes. I was like, that's like a black mom. Like, like honestly, like yeah. some of the stuff that Dorothy says to Candace is so cringy. But I could hear and one of my aunties from Florida saying that same thing. So I didn't necessarily get crit. Now, do I think it's right? No. But yeah. I just yeah. felt like black grandmas would be, you'll walk in the door and they'd be like, Ooh, you getting fat. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, yes. Yes. They'd be like, all right, grandma, thank you. <laughs> and it's just normal. It's normal to them. Yeah. This is not that my grandmother used to talk through my daughter. Oh, you are so cute. Look at your little coat. It's a little dirty on the sleeves. And I'm like, are you talking to me? Like, why are you talking to her? So, so yeah. I'm, I'm used to that. And not that it's a good thing, but. Well, I hope we get some Dorothy in this episode. I mean, in this season, though, because I, she she wasn't well, she in last is. season very much. But On the phone. When, when oh, yes, that's it. true. I do have an opinion about, you know, her paying for everything. And, and listen. There, you know, there is a there is a side of me that thinks, yo, if you grow up, you should want to be able to take care of your parents at some point, right? If you guys have a good relationship, that's always a, a child's dream, yeah. right? Now, whether you subscribe to that or not is whatever. It's been depends on relationship and things like that. But if your mama rich, that's it. Your mama gonna keep buying your shit. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. You want to live on your own, but, you know, Take shit. Let, let mama buy whatever the fuck she want to buy. Like, let mama buy what she wants to buy. And then you have to understand, because I've seen this happen a lot, <laughs> what say. that if you going to let mama buy a yep. whole bunch of shit, yep. mama has a hold on you that you can't deny unless you're key. ready to lose that safety net. <laughs> yeah, she, she can show up whenever dad, she wants. My dad used to tell me that. My dad mm -hmm. would say, you don't take something from someone. If you want to borrow money from me, what you get it with it is my opinion. Yeah. And, all, yeah. Now, and on the flip side of that, though, I always wondered watching to see the amount of black people that would that would go off on Candace because because her mom was helping her and she's banking her money. That's almost like generational wealth, though, because Candace has stakes in all her business. Candace mm -hmm. talked about how her mom taught her about stocks. So on Family Karma, we see some of those grown adults living with their parents still. But it's something wrong when Candace is doing it. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Right. About that. it's, 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 it's different. Isn't that the goal? To If my child, my, my husband would probably say no. But if <laughs> I can and my son is 35 and married, I would love to gift him a house. Gift him. That that will be what I want to do. Can you give me mm -hmm. a house? I, I would give you a house. <laughs> Damn. Can I have a room in there? Can yeah, I have a yeah room? come over. I'm going to give you your own wing. It's going to be called the Jaquise. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> there we I'll go. Take that. 
I'll take it. Now, okay, so I want I want to just kind of like jump right. So we have some like it, like little scenes, but I really want to just talk yeah. about the new the, the nude interlude. Okay, so. Yeah. So Wendy sends out this like video thing of like her new hot bod, which, okay, in the words of Karen, give me the name of that doctor because I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Margaret Josephs and Dolores use that same doctor from Jersey. Will work because oh. that doctor is doing some crazy shit. Those Tate's looked they look beautiful. So they look great. Yeah. They look great. Yeah, they, they look great. I, listen. Yeah, any Happy thoughts? The straight, the straight man in the chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Let me tell you what I thought about them teddies. Yeah, yeah, you know? go ahead. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was like, let me tell you, baby. I'll come to the new and in the loo, too, baby. I'll come to the new and in the loo, too. That's, you, you got, Jackie's is in, like, the background right just, like, naked in the outside of the window. Yeah. <laughs> the nude interlude. Yeah, I'm coming nude. You talking about nude interlude? Right. I saw all y'all motherfuckers in dresses. What you talking about nude interlude? <laughs> this ain't nude. You want, and then and at least be see-through shit. <laughs> right. I know. I did want a little more nudity. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I, I, I felt they didn't go all out as they could. Yeah. Uh, with with the part. First of all, the party seemed whack. For that. <laughs> Wait. For that. For the, that. The waiter that kept coming at me like, "Welcome to the nude interlude." Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then oh uh, oh shit who was it Robin who. Who said who said something to him about why you ain't in the nude? Robin, <laughs> Robin, Robin. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, thing. bro, like, come on, color coordinate with everybody. Like, come but on, also this, this, like, this is trash. Also, like, nude interlude. Like, I would have hired. Once again, I don't have money to do this, but if I had the money to do this and I hosted a nude interlude party, I would have like naked wait staff or like, like, yeah, like, but the, come on, yeah, yeah, right. We gotta see some meat. We gotta see some meat. We gotta yeah. see some. When Giselle, I did laugh when Giselle brought out that pink dress to her daughter and she said, Mom, that's not me. And Giselle said, Well, some days I look pink. Your black ass don't look pink. No days. Stop. Right. Oh my God. And at first I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, Girl. But yeah, they. Robbed. Oh, wait a minute. What? Oh, maybe I didn't get it. What's she wait, mean what by did, that? Like, her, because of her skin tone. Because she, she looks oh. white some days? So, yeah, so she looks pink sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought that's what it meant. So yeah. that means okay. brought out the pink dress. Like, no, Silly. No. But I, okay. I Wendy just looked like liquid chocolate. She, she looked unbelievable. Yeah. 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 The glow. And it's funny because when uh, her first season, I wasn't like, I wasn't, I wasn't like, we need a glow up from Wendy because she looked right. beautiful. But then like she glowed up and I'm like, well, I don't, yeah. this is amazing. I mean, she looks like yeah, a she looks great. She looks great. She looks fantastic. Uh, no lies told there. She looks great. I mean, listen, they all look fantastic. They all look it great. Is, they're a stunning group of women. I also loved they Ashley are. trying to change into heels like at the party to fit in, and the heels wouldn't yes. fit on her feet. That was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I noticed, I said, oh, Giselle really likes her because she scooted across the floor on her knees, and that is just not That's Giselle. not the Giselle like, thing. Oh, let me do it. And uh, also in that, in that jumpsuit. It yeah, had to be yeah. hard to get down on the ground. I had to get and get back up. Well, okay, so, okay, I thought the jumpsuit, Giselle's leather jumpsuit, was kind of a serve, but then everyone else on the internet thought it wasn't. So what are y'all's thoughts on it? I like it. I mean, listen, they all look good. They yeah, all look good. Right? Don't give me, everybody's dresses look nice. 
based on the based on the what with the what the party, party became, became Ashley, Ashley basically, basically came in a white, white dress, dress. So that ain't even like a nude color. That's true. Uh, and Mia, so Mia had like ten layers on. Yeah, but uh, you know, but listen, again, you dropped that TikTok video on my invite where you. Just dancing, shaking your right. ass in red, call it the nude interlude. Maybe I'm, we got. I thought we was gonna see some blurred out titties or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, come or on, like now. tape, like maybe just like a, a yeah. little tape around, like yeah. Uh, yeah. you yeah. can get away yeah. with. That's the that's the thing. Like you've built up enough cachet. One with this being season six, two with right. you guys being rich, <laughs> um, right, and right. You, you you can get away with like being a little risque now, if they want to. If sure, sure. To. If they don't, obviously. Yeah. If right. they don't, then you don't have to. But I've seen some shit throughout these seasons that they are willing to I'd like, get a little. I'd like freak. to see some body. Okay, I don't they think like that's. I don't. Head. I don't think that's too much to ask for. Okay, <laughs> not too much. To ask. So can we talk about the BBL of it all? The Brazilian butt left because yes. so okay. So yeah. online, Wendy said that Bravo cut out her saying that she got a Brazilian butt lift and they cut the like made cuts. So it looked like the women were like, what else did you get? And she changed the conversation. Now I watched it again today before we recorded like the ending, like, like the new dinner, like mm-hmm. party. And it looked pretty hard to cut around. Cause I'm like, yes, I'm like, you kept saying she, cause she's like, I got my boobs in and I got tweaks, which I thought that was like a cute way to say it. Yeah, like I liked that. Yeah. But yeah. then they kept being like, no, like you got your butt done cause you have a flat ass. So like, <laughs> that's, I like that's when an- Robin said, I know you're joking. You didn't come up here. If show me your titties, I want to see your behind, like show me your behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now like, Brazilian butt lifts famously are very dangerous. Extremely. Oh yeah. You can die. Extremely. Doctors oh damn. You can die all. lifting your booty. Who knew that? I never because knew that. They take yeah. the, they take the fat from your stomach and put it in your butt, but something about the way the cells come back together, it could call it cause an aneurysm. Oh, As one, a fact, one in 3000 people die. Died. Yeah. Which is one in how many? 3000, which that's, that's not, that's not very good statistics. Realistically. No. Like no. I didn't know three thousand people was getting butt lifts. Let me, oh, and <laughs> everywhere to get them. Because a lady just uh, died about two months ago. Her and her friend were going. It was um, in the news. Like her and her friend were going. She had small kids. Her friend backed out at the last minute. She went and she passed. She Damn, <laughs> All right, she Wendy. passed. Well, shit. That's even more cause to be like, I got booty and, and breasts, and I'm alive. And I'm alive, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, you got to shit. That should be on the front door. I'm like, survi- yo, I'm you may not know what the new interlude is, but a new ass is in this house. <laughs> Wait, so speaking of new ass, can you talk about new clits? We got Mia on the scene with oh my four gosh. boobs and new clits. So, uh, yeah. the First, when she, <laughs> when she says she has four boobs, I assume what she I means is she, she, I assume she like means like, jo- like... Two jobs? Wait, what? Yeah, Two or jobs, oh right. maybe, but I was thinking maybe it was just like she's counting like, like is it like the implants under the muscle or something, and it's oh, like the boobs okay. still there, but there's also the implant underneath. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, I mean, if she it. is, she dumb, because um, that's not what that means. <laughs> right, that's just two boobs. <laughs> I mean, she she proves she can't do math, but I wasn't too mad at her for that because you know math can be hard. You know, so she does not look. Okay, I think she's beautiful, but she has like. She has plastic surgery face to me where it's like you look way older than you are. And when she revealed yeah. she was 36, I was, not to be rude, shocked. 
I screamed. I said, I refuse to believe I'm eight years older than you. I just refuse. Yeah. I mean, honestly, listen, she no. does have plastic surgery face. Yeah. And then all the shit she says she's had done, I was like, girl, what was what was your twenties like? Cause right. <laughs> what did you used to? Your twenties like? must have been rough. <laughs> <laughs> your twenties must have been rough. They was running through you in the twenties. Boy, <laughs> the twenties was rough. If this is how, like you got all that shit done, <laughs> like, Wait, like what had to happen? How many dicks were there for you to get a new right. clit at thirty five? <laughs> Good lord! You have kids, it still works. Now, yeah. if she had said vaginal tightening, I might have been like, mm, okay. But her clip, what happened? Hey, you don't tell nobody that the first day you meet them. <laughs> but we do tell on Bravo because that's why we like these shows. That's why I wouldn't, yo, man, you don't even tell nobody that you've been married for a while. Hey. You tell somebody that on their deathbed, baby, I love you. I just want to let you know something. <laughs> 20 no, years ago, I got a new clip. 20 years ago, I got a new clip. I, you know, I know you're leaving, but you know. <laughs> you don't tell them. We paid for this, so it's still going to have to work out for you, girl. I got to put it to work. Yes. Now, see, is... she couldn't have told me anything, like, because I would have wanted to know, well, what's the difference? Right. When you put on jeans, what do you feel? <laughs> if, if wind comes through, like, I, mean, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Because well, I they probably did. Because you can't. About the, when, when she said, but Wendy said, oh, I haven't had all that done. I haven't had any of that done, is what she said. Right. It's so like, you did, though. Gonna, you got your ass done. Well, is she mm. going to play semantics? Like, doctor, because she said, I had butt, didn't she say she had butt implants? And if Wendy got a BBL, I can see her trying to play word game. Oh, well, no, I didn't have implants. I got a BBL. Mm. Do you think there's going to be a fight gonna... over plastic surgery? I mean, the way Wendy came at her, did y'all notice that when she was like, what if you had that? Yeah, yeah, she was mad. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I know, but yeah. Mia, Mia was just like, I want to hear about, like, how yeah. your tits are beautiful. Like, I want to hear more. Now, okay, yeah. with the clip, I got to go back to the clip for a second. We got to so, go back to the clip. We, we got to get back to the, the clip. clip. So, Which most women would appreciate. Go right. back to the yeah, clip. Yeah, yes. I think that, that that's something a lot of me straight men should learn more about is going yeah. back to the clip. Um, <laughs> now, what do you do? So do you think there's like, can you like enhance it, like ner like make the nerve endings stronger or something like that? Or like, yes, like you can, you can, there's like, a, you can get a needle in there and I forget what it is that put, what it is that it does, but it, it enhances the feeling. A needle. So that's why I would want to know. So that's what I was wondering if she meant that, because okay. if it enhances the feeling, then again, if you. I, look, we, since we're already here, like, do you wear pants without drawers? If so, what does that feel like? Do you do it on purpose? Right. Do you walk? Uh, because for, it's like a heartbeat when it gets. Yeah. You know, I so. mean, I have heard, I've been told, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been told that women, when they get uh, their clits pierced, uh -huh. that, yes. like, it enhances the feeling. Uh, I would hope as well. that's why we do it because. That's why women do I would it. hope it's an enhanced thing, not like a hindering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is very interesting. So you know, <laughs> uh, this is very interesting. Um, more men should pay for clit enhancements. Then, if that's the pay, that's the case. You know, take care yes. of your girls. Take care of your girl, or or more partners. Let me say, more yeah. partners who want their partner to have an enhanced sexual experience. You could be trash in bed and be like, baby. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna lay this pipe down well, but let me go ahead and then clash and, and, and hand she clit, and let me in that way you taking care of. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me enhance your click. Go on and get, and I'm gonna buy you a pair of new jeans and you work that <laughs> Buy out. you a pair of new jeans. <laughs> and you work so when I don't lay the pipe down, you can put the jeans on, go walk around the house for a few minutes. Go, and get... go, go, go for a run with some jeans on. And go you'll... for a run with some jeans on. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. I, I wonder, did, did Mia tell her husband her real age? And maybe that's why she was confused. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, like she's younger than she is. Like her husband she thinks she's thirty. <laughs> that's probably. I mean, like that's that's a that's a wild mistake to make. Like again, that's wild. Yes. I know and people are bad at math, right? But that's a wild mistake to make. Like that's that that number is like automatic. You know how much older your partner is than you, especially because you probably got you've heard it a lot from people. Yeah, how many years older? She could have even but, said, "I'm thirty six." He's sixty, whatever, or he's fifty, whatever. She didn't have to give the she age difference, you guys. Know? She doesn't know her age, which is shocking. Right. She's she's not a golden girl. She's she she should know she her age. Like like if she's thirty six, <laughs> like you, and how, what world do you forget that you're thirty six? Like if you're like sixty eight, maybe you forget that you're sixty eight, right? You're just like, yeah, my my wife's younger, but like to to forget that you're thirty six years old makes it feel fishy to me. Maybe she's yeah. fifty. Maybe she's 50. Right. You know, she gives and, me 36 yeah. going on 50. But then she's she started... looked over to Ashley. You know, girl. <laughs> no, she don't know. She just Ashley met you. don't know you. <laughs> Karen, don't even, Karen, Karen even was like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Karen was even looking with a little bit of side eye. Like, I ain't not, girl. I didn't bought you any of my friends. Right. Well, Karen, Karen and Ray, I think, are 20 years apart, actually. Yeah, right. Ray old, man. Ray old. old. I, I love person. their relationship. I don't say old like in an ageism way. I just mean he's an old no, he's ass fa- man. Factually old. Yeah, he's yeah. factually old, and I love their relationship. <laughs> he wanted to see that nude interlude again. Play it yeah, again. that shit. Like I loved that so much. He was like, "Let me hold on. Let me get my glasses. Let me." <laughs> I, I did like they're that. the old that's like cute to me. Yes, like, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, so lastly, we got to get into the fiery box of it all, and there's a lot of fighting in this scene that I don't quite. I still have. I, I truly watched it again today because I was like, I need better context on what they're fighting about. And I still can't quite get to the bottom of it because Sing Sing comes up, which is a twist that I didn't see coming. And we're talking about like the jail, right? Well, I I was wondering that, too, because I was like, oh, what's this? Karen like, knew what so... she was doing when she said that. What, of course what does that did. mean, though? On Watch What Happens Live, she didn't realize it was a jail. She said, she, oh, I thought it was. A loony bin, a mental institution. Well, <laughs> Not much is, better. <laughs> there is word on the streets uh-huh. that the hot box was given to Giselle by an ex bef- and before they were married, when she found out that he cheated on her, she had to check herself in somewhere for like <sighs> mental health reasons. And that's why her dad what? didn't come to the wedding. So when Karen said that, she thought she was throwing doing a jab at that, she didn't realize Sing Sing was a jail. Wait, that's a lot to unpack. So, yeah. Wait, so are we talking about Jamal? Yeah. And it's in, if the divorce papers are out there and online, so you can see what was written in the divorce papers. Really? Yeah. Damn. How do, how do people with so many fucking skeletons in their closet find themselves on Go reality on television? Right. I know. Right. I'm like, I have nothing. Like, like I would be the most boring. I would have no 
headline. I'm like, I wonder don't, is it like cause and effect though? You know, right. like does yeah. does that type of atmosphere and fame? I mean, listen, I'm I'm in the entertainment industry. I get it. Um, it's it's a wild it's wild wild west out here sometimes when you start getting into the deep yeah behind the scenes of shit. But so I wonder is it the cause and effect? Like, yeah, maybe you have some skeletons. Yeah, people do. But then, like, once you get in this world or the world that you place yourself into, you start feeling a little more invincible, which makes you a little more reckless, which makes you a little more uh, susceptible to all types of breakdowns and all types of yeah. everything. Yeah. Because why would Giselle, my thing is, if I had that, no matter how mad I was at Karen, the internet, we know the capabilities of the internet. And in that world, they can pay people to get information, right? So yeah, why would yeah. you then go so hard after somebody knowing what you have in your closet? I mean, because yeah. it was nuts. So now people, I, I've seen, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I've seen discussion online where people are upset that Karen went there. They're saying, oh, she shouldn't have brought up her personal business like that by saying that. But I'm like, if we're talking all's fair and love and war, Giselle was also bringing up she was bringing up shit. Right. Well, so what, what, but what is Giselle? So Giselle said there's the drunk issue, there's the cheating issue, and there's the, the broke money issue. issue. Yeah, broke issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so the cheating rumors have been out about Karen for a while. Old yes, blue eyes. Yes. Supposedly Karen had been sleeping with a man, and that yeah. was a couple seasons ago, which it's like, maybe. maybe. I, it, it doesn't right. seem like that big of a deal all to cheating. me. Yeah, right. Okay, and so then the money issue, we already know about that because that was also on the show. Like, like Ray yeah. owed a shit ton of money to the IRS. The tax, the tax shirt. Yes. <laughs> I think that, that yeah. right there, to me, if you go back in the beginning, I think Giselle and Karen were, fr- you know, they had met each other. They were friends. They were friendly. And I really, truly feel like they knew they needed to make a show. And they're funny, so let's make an agreement. And from the first, second, and third season, they would go but so far, but they would always get back to each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Giselle switched on Karen when Giselle started becoming the fan fave, when Giselle became Bravo's fate. Bravo made her the face of Potomac. Yeah. When Giselle wore that shirt, if you go back and watch that scene, it is almost like a light bulb goes off in Karen's face. And she's like, You're not my oh, friend. Disrespectful. Yeah. 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 And, and it just switched from there. That's a good and point. I feel like, yeah, Giselle's not a. a if you listen to her podcast, she's not a very feely type kind of girl. She lets things brush off. So yeah. Karen could call her a whore, a broke whore from Hampton, and she could get over it. But I don't think Karen's like that because Karen thought they were friends. Yeah, that's a good point. You know? Well, the last part of that that threesome of insults is the drunk thing. <laughs> and, like, she's not a drunk. Like, she's not. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't. Like, Last season, she had that one night where she had, like, Fireball and Black and Milds or whatever. And, like, that was really fun to see her experience that on television. But, like, I don't think that she has an alcohol problem when we have people like Sonya Morgan on Bravo. Well, yeah. Yeah. Have have you guys noticed that Robin has alluded to that and so has Ashley throughout seasons, though? Like, when they talk about Ray and his broke penis or whatever, they've all said at different times that came from Karen when she was drunk. And every time... Like they've alluded to Karen calling them when she's drunk and spilling mm-hmm. information. And then Giselle said, I missed the late night phone drunk phone calls from Karen. Yeah. So I-, I do believe I do believe like there's probably issue you know, like that that fight in particular was like was a fight that was like, yo, you've done some shit to me. I'm upset. Yeah. Don't forget I know the skeletons in your closet. 
And like you're starting to poke that skeleton bear, right? And then when that bear is poked from one side, you're like, well, wait a minute, motherfucker. I also know the skeletons in your closet too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's so it's like there's always like it seems like they have a they have two lists. They have the list of acceptables and the list of unacceptables. Yeah. And the list of acceptable shit to like jab at you is the stuff they've been talking about. Yeah, it's running low know, though. They've used it all. But <laughs> they've used it all. So now, and, but but the thing is, and I think I agree with you that those first few seasons they probably. We're doing it for television and things like that. But there's something about manufactured to- toxicity that eventually becomes real toxicity. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you start to live in that. And they've lived in it. The cachet of the acceptable is going lower and lower. So now they're starting to dip to, dip into the unacceptable. It's pretty. Right. It, that's what that felt like to me, at yeah, least. Yeah, no, I agree. Did you know one of the funniest things, y'all, if you go back, <laughs> the way when Giselle was like, you're drunk, truth, you're cheating, truth, and Karen goes, shut up. Just the way she... <laughs> <laughs> it was no denial. It was, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, snap. This is... It- Neither one of them are going to win, though. Like, at, like no. it, it could be entertaining, but they're neither one are going to win. Going, but I can't, know. I can't have it go too far though, because I can't have right. them leave the show because the two of them are such fun, like enemies. Well, they're like the Thelma and Louise. Like yes, I've they're exactly right. Been, yeah. yeah, yeah. Andy asked uh, I saw, Karen, "Yes, like uh, who of? Did you see that? Who of your castmates would you put on another franchise? And normally the wives would pick the one they don't like." Karen said, "I wouldn't change." any of us because like we are we work as a, a unit and i'm paraphrasing but basically yeah she's she like wants- we are the show and the show yeah, is us yeah. like it needs to be this group which so that's good right yeah. yeah i i do wonder like you know listen i think every family has this right um where especially when you talk about the older folks in your family um like when you, you know, like we all find out shit about our grandparents right oh uh- Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, you go through 25, 30 years of your life and then at 32, 33, you hear, you know, grandma cheated on, yeah, on right. granddaddy, you know, uh, she was going to leave him anyway before he died. Like you start hearing this type of shit, like the unspoken stuff yeah. uh, in the family. And I think like the problem with unspoken stuff in families it's generally in families it stays tight lipped, but when you have unspoken stuff in friend groups, yeah, uh, loyalty only goes so far, man. <laughs> like yeah. you know, it only goes so far, and and eventually you start, like I say, you start poking that bear too much. I'm trying to think if I have any unspoken things with friends that I need to get ironed out before a camera gets in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You need to start, you need to go to all your friends and make make them sign NDAs. Right, right. Like, (laughs) let's talk about this real quick. Yeah, yeah, before before anything happens. Let's just Either that or you go tell all your own business and spin it in a way like, you know, and then that way, like, I don't know, already right. told it. Get ahead of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we have a lot to look forward to on the season of Potomac. It's going to be a fabulous one per usual. Um, yeah. and... I think I may watch this full season. I've never watched oh, a full season. Oh, yeah, you got, I've you watched episodes and things like that, right. but I've never watched a full season. And I think uh, I think this is the one. 
We're it's, committing you. It's to on the it. best time yeah, too. Yeah. It's it's Sunday nights at eight for you. Yeah. That's Sunday at five. So you like that's such a nice time to just okay. like settle into like the the couch or the bed before like to like calm your Sunday scaries and like it's just <laughs> the best thing to look forward to on the weekend. I'm always like before my work week, I get to watch Potomac on Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, puts yeah. me in the best mood. So. Yeah. Um, well, before we let you go, Jackie, first of all, thank you for coming on and uh, this is ans- a pleasure and answering a blind DM to t- chat with strangers about a show <laughs> you don't even really know. <laughs> yeah, no, this was this was fun. I love it. I, I I'm, I'm enjoying. enjoying you know, you I've, know done, I've done I've done, done a lot, lot of opinion based shows in my life, so I'm enjoying like. I mean, this is still opinion based show, I guess, but like I'm enjoying it being about something like like watching something, uh, and, like yeah. watching something yeah. instead of like pop culture and whole so this is fun i like it this show is fun i appreciate you guys for having me on yeah of course uh before we let you go though can you plug all plug all the stuff yeah 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 so uh check out the cast you know we just like i said had our season finale but for you that's great because if you haven't listened to it you can you know binge it you know listen Listen to to it all uh we have a final cast of 12 uh like tom said we use iconic moments build up um, an all-star cast of reality stars, a cast of 12. I'm pretty happy with the 12 that we got. There may be a Potomac person on there. Um, And so, yeah, check that out. Um, I'm I'm be coming to some some screens near you, some Disney Plus screens near you. So, you know, check out the social media when shit drops. That's when things can be talked about. Um, or when things are announced, that's when things can be talked about. So, yeah, check me out and uh, you'll find out what I'm doing on social media. Yeah, great. Awesome. Um, and then you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet and you can follow Taria. At Dumpster Dive. No, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> at We Go Podcast, W-E-I-G-O podcast yes uh and coming you did really good yeah yeah right um and yeah everyone say bye to the listeners and have a great night everyone bye bye listeners peace